Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who's currently in quarantine for 14 days after a social game of tennis. My co-captain, Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads. In the millions. Tuning in right around the world, yep. The Australian Open, Greeno, the big tennis tournament down under. You know what? We're going to invite all of these top athletes and we're going to show the world how it's done. We're going to show them how it's done when it comes to coronavirus and quarantining. You know why? Because we're professionals and we have a professional attitude, Greeno. I think that's We know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. Except when one of the hotel quarantine workers happens to get coronavirus where the athletes stay. That's scary. May cause a problem or two. Now, Damo, if I can do, uh, I've never done this before, mm. hot, hot stove off the press, Damo. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, during the intro, I don't really pay much attention to my own intro, mm. and I just scroll through Twitter to see if there's anything I want to quickly talk about sure. on the show. Why actually, I was actually trying to find something topical, and then I, I couldn't. Mm. So, um, hence the tennis joke. Yep. But I saw this, and uh, the beauty, we love journalism on the show. We love professional journalism, <laughs> specifically. Do we? Since when? <laughs> sports journalism. We love. We love, we love the sports journalism. We love uh, them because we love them because they're dedicated, hardworking, and, and oh so ethical. Great yeah, note. and accurate, Damo. Accurate, all about accuracy. Yes. <laughs> Very honest um, as well, you know, upfront, yeah. yep, genuine. Just they, they really just want to get the truth to people, don't they? They want to get down to the bottom. They want yeah. to get to the facts, Damo. And uh, the, the biggest off-season uh, potential signing in the MLB this year is Trevor Bauer. Okay. Um, so who the fuck so is Trevor Bauer? What does he do? Trevor Bauer is the reigning Cy Young pitcher. Uh, so the, he so was the best good. last season. He's right. very good. Okay. Now, uh, everyone's been going, where's Trevor going? Where's he going to go? Mm. And the, the journalists, they got a sniff today. Though. Hang on. I smell something. Mm. I, 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 I smell a Trevor signature. There's, so, there's uh, something in the wind here. We can we can push yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> we can. And uh, the thing with uh, the the MLB report is, it's all about who's first. You got to make sure you're first to announce it. Who's so on then first? Everyone else, not quite, but no. everyone else <laughs> who announced it afterwards has to say per this person because they're the first ones that report it. Ah, so they get like they get brand awareness through just everybody referencing them. Spot on. Ah, so wow, that's fucking so, that's that's going to cause a lot of problems, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. So uh, earlier today, Bob Nightingale, uh-huh. official, official. He's, he's got he's got the blue tick demo. He's, oh, he's fucking, right. blue check marks. Legit. Yeah, blue check blue marks check never mark. lie. They're they're legit. Yeah, yep. spot on. So yeah. uh, Trevor Bauer and the Mets hashtag have a deal. Have a deal. Got a deal. So We're getting it done. Getting a deal. He's, done, got a de- he's getting it done, Damo. So this is thirty-one minutes ago on my timeline. Okay. Then twenty-five minutes ago on my timeline, Mark Feinsand, hmm. also blue tick. Yep. Trevor Bauer and the Mets do not have a deal per source. Oh, so he's cancelling out the original. The guy who said I'm first. I got the deal. I got the news first. I've got the exclusives. Bob, he's Bob's now got it done. Right. Yeah. And so he's now cancelling it out. He's like, so then Mark's going, hang on, Bob. No, no, no. no I'm going to be the first to report it's not done. <laughs> it's not so done. Then every, so then everyone else has to reference me when it turns out it's not done. So in the space of six minutes, we've got Bob Dynagal going, Trevor Metz done. Yep. And then six minutes later, Mark Feinsand, not done. Well, so this brings up an interesting question, Greeno. So let's what do we just have to do to get it done. Well, no, no. Like, let's, <laughs> let's, well, that as well. But let's just say that they get it done. Okay. Let's just say yeah. they get this deal done. Now, do you have to then go back to referencing like the original guy 
or is it, it does it then become the first person to say start. well does it become the first person who says it's done after the guy cancelled out the first guy <laughs> i think it's i think it's the latter i right. think if a day passes and the deal's not done yep. then it's it's a, it's an embargo on the original <laughs> on the credit. got it done yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so you got to take a so it's, it's it's open season. We we tick Bob off the list, yep. and you back to the line, Bob, because yep. fucking you were way too early. So, uh, but, but <laughs> then, but then, even if Bob gets proven correct, like it's very prices right. It's like somebody coming in like one dollar underneath your mm, bid. You know what I mean? So yeah. even if Bob is correct, he's been now made incorrect by the fact that somebody else said he's incorrect, even though he might not be. But that doesn't matter. He doesn't get the credit now because somebody cancelled out his credit grab. That's fucking yeah. Because the deals. Deal's not done right now. Wow, it's a cutthroat world. Uh, baseball yeah, journalism. Can't around. <laughs> yeah, well, it's big business. Uh, Damo, nice, if we can get the show Gary. started now, uh, if you can get a story time for me, please. Absolutely. I like stories about pinatas. And uh, my daughter's first first week in school. She started ah. kindy. Uh, it's been a big week, big week of excitement nice, and photos Gary. and happy snaps and all those kind of things. But in doing so, what it's also created is a bit of time for Greeno. Ah. A bit of time because the the kiddies she's at school all day and I'm on holidays. Right. So suddenly I've only got one kid to take care of, mm. and then the wife's been off this week. So well, look, let's take advantage. You yeah. know, I'll we'll offload, offload the little one to the wife, and then off you go. Yeah, well, not quite. We thought, well, look, we'll, we'll do something with the little one. We'll take him out, right. and we'll send it. We'll, there's a, a brand new park near my house, mm-hmm. and so we're like, let's go check it out. Well, you can go on the swing sets and go have a bit of a play. You'll have a good time. Yep. And it was all going smooth sailing until I noticed through the uh, the left-hand side of my eye walking through the park, mm-hmm. cr- crackheads, Damon. <laughs> really? Crackheads? Crackheads. Crackheads. Uh, your, your friendly neighbourhood crackheads. Friendly neighbourhood crackheads. They've obviously just wandered down from the station fresh from a, a, a nice Sesh. big bag of crack. Yep. yep. And they're like, well, the only way we can get to the, the next area with crack is to walk through the kids' playground when there's fucking 54-year-olds around, you know? So um, so going from one crack den to another, and this mm, playground happens to be, like, on the route. In the middle, yeah. It's it's It becomes... Um, is it a halfway house between the crack dens? Potentially, potentially, could be. Right. But what I did notice, Damon, have you an noticed any? Have you noticed any needles or does it, is there a smell of heroin, uh, not heroin, uh, urine around the, the various not, things? Not, not quite, not quite. I think it just happens to be on the route. So okay. I'm, I'm not just going there. But what I did notice, Damon, I don't know if you've, if you've paid much attention to crackheads in your time. Mm. Well, I've seen a the, few, yeah. The things that they hold dearest to them. So if you're walking down the street, right, like, mm. you know, you make sure you got your wallet, you make sure you got your phone, you make sure you get the car keys, right? Sure, yep. And, and let's say you don't have pockets, Damon. Mm. You'd be holding them in your hand pretty tight, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I noticed this one crackhead as they're walking through didn't have much in their hand except for one item, Damon. Mm. A lighter held tight <laughs> yes. as fuck. Yes. The lighters, nice, are, the lighters are like finding, that's like finding gold in the crackhead community because you and, don't want to um, get to yeah. the crack den, have the crack pipe with the crack, and then no lighter, Greeno. That's, no lighter. That's and they were holding onto this lighter like it was their prized possession, like it was my little boy. Like it was that's how tightly grail. they were holding it. Yeah. I, I never noticed that before. So that's a little bit of Greeno story time for that's you, a, sir. Nice I like stories about pinatas. Can I ask, though, what was it specifically about them that you that made you think that, oh, these are crackheads, like instead of just uh, maybe homeless people or something? Uh, probably the, the attire and the lack of teeth, Damo. Lack of teeth. <laughs> That'll mm. do it. Were they yeah. smiling, like just with big gaps? 
Uh, I think it was the fact that they it was just all gums now, so it always looked like they're smiling. You know how when you don't have teeth, yeah. you can't quite close your mouth correctly? Mm. One of those moments, Damo. Okay. And how do you uh, know they weren't just like really old, like 80-year-olds, you know, just walking uh, around, 80-year-old crackheads? Because they look like they were 35, which probably makes me think they're actually 25. 25-year-old crackheads. And have, have just had a, a bit of a rough life. Well, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> that's nice, Gary. So you've, you've been there a while now. It's nice that you're scoping out, like, you know, getting to know the local population, Greeno, making friends. That's it. Yeah, that's we nice. also, actually, if you want to hear another story time, this Absolutely. is an off-the-cuff story. I love stories time. about pinatas. Interesting moment yesterday where dropped the dropped the little one off in the morning inside the school. Mm. And uh, as we're walking back, there's like a play set that the kids can play on inside the school. Right. And we noticed this, this family of like four kids and the mom walking through and they all the kids go up on the swing set. They all go down the slide and having a good time. Mm. But someone forgot to pay attention because the little one and a half year old who they'd let climb up there, no one bothered to check if he was able to get down. <laughs> so... The mum has just walked off with the two or three other kids oh, and wow. left this other kid there. And we're walking past. And he's like, where's my mummy? Where's my mummy? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I don't know, I'm man. <laughs> I don't, sorry, dude. Yeah. Can't help you out. Sorry. I know. But, but then he's trying to get off and it's quite high. Like we're talking a significant drop. Mm. And this kid has a milk bottle in his mouth. That's how little he is. Wow. And mm. he's, he's trying to get down. I'm like, well, once again, I don't want to touch a strange kid. That's so, fucking. Yeah, because what's mum? See, this is the problem, right? Because mum's probably terrible. She's probably a terrible yeah. mother. She's just wandered mm-hmm. off, left her littlest kid on the fucking playset. But the second yeah. that you try to help this kid down, like, you know, pick him up and put him on the ground so he can go to mum, yeah. mum's going to turn around with, like, rapid fury and then start accusing mm-hmm. you of being a pedophile and a kitty touch. Spot on. And so Because it's not right. It's not right. It's not right, but it's just, it's real because people are fucking insane nowadays. Oh, absolutely know? insane. Yeah. So uh, basically I'm standing there and I'm like, look, I'll, I said, buddy, hop back down the stairs, right? Because mm. you're not going to be able to get down this slide thing. Yep. It was one of the, it was like a fireman's pole off uh, Ghostbusters. Right. Okay. Yeah. Why he's I? a bit too young for that. He's not going to be able to. His hand. He doesn't have doesn't, the hand strength, Greener. Well, that and he's got a, a fucking bottle of milk in his hand. So you right. know, he's already he's already one hand down. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to get him to go pocket. back down. Hmm. And he's like, he's just like, where's my mummy? Where's my mummy? Where's my mummy? So I sent my wife to go try and find this mum. I'm like, I think she went this way. Go and just go and speak to see if anyone's frantically looking around for their kid. Because it's been five minutes at this stage. She might have, she might have been so, at the, she might have been at the crack den, Greener. Well, here's the thing, Damo. I'm not one to cast dispersions, but this particular lady happened to fall into a demographic that may be known for that particular parlance. Um, may be known for partaking in said recreational activity. Said recreational activity. <laughs> so anyway, now oh, eight okay. minutes passed. Eight minutes passed. I've still got this kid crying going, you know, oh, where's my mummy? And I'm like, I can't be a scumbag and just fucking leave him by himself. Yeah, sure you can. Of course back. you can. The mum did. What could, well, you can't yeah. get in trouble. <laughs> so anyway, finally, my wife finds the mum. Who wasn't even looking for a kid? Okay. Um, comes back and we're like, "Is this your son?" Like, oh yeah, and he's like, "Mom." So she gets him down. Not even a fucking thank you. Really? Not this... even a fucking thank you. She just walked off. What? I'm like, what the f- did the kid? Thank say- you would have been nice. What about from the kid or from the mum or both? From the mum. Well, the kid can't fucking talk here. Oh, aside from where's my mummy? The, the kid is literally like one and a half too. Fuck. Not not even a thank you from the mum for staying there, and making sure my kids are all right. Wow. Didn't give a fuck. Your same mum this morning noticed the kid wasn't there. I'm like, she's smart. Can't lose him if you don't bring him. Yeah, probably got him. Just locked leave him at home by himself. Leave him. <laughs> leave him at home in his pee cage, Green. Nice, Gary. Don't let him wander around because he might leave a little stain on the rug. So that's Greeno's story time for that's that one day. Very right? nice story. I like stories about pinatas. 
Now, Damo, you're you're one who you're you're not a fan of the establishment, are you, sir? Uh no. Well, I don't know if they were if they started throwing a little love my way from time to time. I probably <laughs> might be, but not at the moment. No, definitely a little not. A little bit of an observation I noticed about uh, schools, Damo. Mm, okay. Uh, our schools. Hear me out here. A school's actually a cult, and we don't know it. <laughs> no, because, because they they force them to dress the same. Yep. They do. There's, man- there's mandatory times that you are required to do specific tasks without dispute- disputing the powers that be. Yep. They're not paid for any of the work they complete. And often these people have to pay for the privilege of attending said institution. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want the real answer, like it's actually based on like the Prussian um, school of thought when it comes to education, which was around during like the Austrian-Hungarian Empire. So that's where you started getting, you know, uniforms oh. and shit and getting people like mm. sitting in rows and stuff because uh, it was about training people to be good, productive members of the state, Greeno, you know. Yeah, very cultish, isn't it? Very, very like, you know, regimented, very rigid kind of educational mm. style. Before that, it was quite different. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but there you go. I don't know. Yeah, very boring. Nice game. No. Well, all good you. to know the history of these cults, also known as uh, public, edu- public education. So what are you thinking? Ah. Take the kid out of school. Three, what, what one week in, we're going to take the kid out. We don't like Three it. days in. Three uh, days in. No, man, I think she'll learn a lot from this cult. <laughs> Is it a good cult or a bad? Are there good cults? I think it's a good cult. I think we're going to stick with it, you know. Right. Uh, if she, yeah. We're going to run with it for, you know, 12, 13 years. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Um, so it's a good cult until she comes out hating herself because she's white and becomes a crackhead. And then, then it's a bad cult. Then, you then it might to... be a bad cult. Then I'll blame the schools. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's that one. Um, now, Dame, I know you're, you're a big fan of uh, free-to-air television. You know? <laughs> We're going with it. Let me do the segue. Just work with me. Here. <laughs> work with me. And you know, you're always on the lookout for fresh hot. Like we, we this is what we do, friends. Fresh hot talent. <laughs> this is what we do. Friends love their Thursday night footy because we stumble across these amazing shows like you know, uh, what is it? Grand British Railways, mm. like, Box, Crazy Malakas, Crazy Malakas. Um, so uh, basically, you're always on the lookout for, yeah. for some quality program. Yeah. I don't know if you had, the, mm. I don't know if you had the pleasure earlier this week of. Uh, experiencing uh, the new show on Channel 7, Holy Moly. Holy Moly. <laughs> now, hang on. now I, have, I haven't seen Holy Moly, but what I have oh, seen, oh, what I have sir. seen is like a pollutant level of fucking billboards around bus stations and shit yeah. around Sydney for the last three weeks. Have you seen yeah. them? I oh, have. no, you haven't. No, no, you haven't, no, you haven't yeah. have. I've seen enough ads yeah. over the course of the last you know, six weeks. So can you, you describe know? what Holy Moly is and, you know, who the stars are and what's the point of it? Mm. Okay. All right. So, look, I'm going to describe it in four words, Damo. Oh, okay. Good. A, a, a triumph of TV. <laughs> that, that sums it up. Really? A triumph it's that good, of huh? TV. That good. It's that good. Now, oh. uh, for our American listeners, I don't know if they, they have a Holy Moly in America. Um, I, I sure hope they do because if they don't, they're missing, they're missing out. out yeah. They're definitely missing out. So uh, basically, what it is is it's a a extreme putt putt course where contestants uh, <laughs> are in there with a chance to to win a hundred thousand dollars in a plaid jacket or some shit and okay. a golden putter. All right, and a golden uh, butter as well. Nice. But the thing is, there's obstacles involved, so it's mm. not just putt putt. Mm. You know, you've then got to get to the other side of the obstacle yourself. Otherwise, you get a stroke penalty. So, you know, they have a lot of these fun, funny things. We've got to jump onto a shark that's going around in the water. 
Right. And, so is it and like what, is it like it's a knockout meets the putt putt course? Is it meets or? the putt putt course, and that's why it's a triumph of television. Actually, doesn't sound too bad to be honest with you compared to most it's, of the shit on TV. It's a, I must admit, it's actually fuck. It's bad, but it's good bad. Right. It's, it's not too bad. Mine's really um, this American I, show. Have you seen this American show called Floor Is Lava? No, I can't say I have. It's on Netflix. You need to watch it. Check it out. It's it's yeah. eerie. It's I don't know. The host is one of the fucking dudes off MasterChef or something. Or I don't know. He's he's okay. one of these fat fucking hosts that they have on everything. <laughs> fat bearded guy. And yeah. you know, and they they set up this room and you know, the floor is lava. And so you, they have to jump from like one obstacle to the next and make their way around the room, but they actually like yeah. have the floor which is like actual liquid. So if you fall into oh. it, you're fucked. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's good for like dumb, thoughtless TV. Cause one night I was like, I just want to watch something where I don't have to think about it. And now, you, could... You've almost taken the words out of my mouth when I was watching it with the wife and I explained to her, I'm like, this, this is so shit, but I love it so much because I do not have to think once. <laughs> like there's not one thought that has to go through my mind to enjoy this show. And that's what I love about it. But isn't... the pinnacle. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, right. isn't it, isn't it such a, a lovely warm reflection of where we are? That you know, like we're we're actively seeking things out now to like we don't want to think anymore. I, I'm sick of I'm other, sick yeah. of thinking. I want to be treated like a mushroom. I just want. Yeah, I just want yeah. I just want garbage. <laughs> well, me gar- pure garbage. He's got a message these days, and I tell you what, exactly. holy moly, doesn't have a message. Good. They're not trying to cater to to woke people. Right. They're not trying to. They, I, I tell you what, they're trying to cater for. Horny stay-at-home dads because all the all the people that are coming through are very hot LPGA women. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of passing be old movies and old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of passing When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy
now with less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, the best way to do so, Greeno, via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One more drop at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper Greeno. Uh, if there's one thing I know about you, you we've been friends for a long time. If there's one thing that I'm sure about you, it's that you really love, like you, you're very endeared to the idea of giving away like honorary prizes to people that don't really mean anything. Ah, uh, nothing. Uh, nothing tickles my heart more. Nothing tickles your heart more. So mm. we had the. Oh, hang on. Hang on a second here. Right. So we've had uh, recently. We had. Um, the Australia, obviously Australia, and we had the Australia Day Awards to go along with, of course, Australia Day Greener. And mm-hmm. there, a lot of people were getting very upset at these Australia Day Awards, namely because uh, a world-famous tennis player here, a, a woman named Margaret Court, who won a bunch of tournaments and stuff, she happens to be a very devout Christian Greener. And she's a bunch of tournaments. Doesn't she hold the Grand Slam record? Grand Slam record. She's done it all. Right? Yeah. Um, now... Uh, a bunch of people who would identify themselves, I would su- suspect, as you know, angry atheists, were upset that this Christian woman had uh, was following the word of God when it comes to homosexual people. Now, this now she got recognised, or she got appointed, or she got fucking honoured, or whatever it is with these fucking bullshit awards. Uh, she, <laughs> I really, I don't care. It is. Um, it's all bullshit. It's, of course, it's fucking bullshit. Um, so. You know, an award for a sporting achievement is one thing, I think, because that's, you know, but an award just because you're you, you know, like that's basically what we do. And the thing is, like, the politicians hand them out to their favourites and then the other guys get in and they hand them out to their favourites. And the people that they hand them out to, the other side always fucking bitches, always complains. Oh, this person doesn't deserve it. This is bullshit. What are they getting an award for? It's the exact same. So I just have no patience for that stuff. Like, I'm just like, well, if we're handing out awards, may as well fucking hand them out. Who cares? But anyway, a whole bunch of people who were atheists were very angry that uh, somebody who believes in something that they don't believe in uh, has certain beliefs, Greeno, which I find strange. So there was a big move to stop Margaret Court from getting this Australia Day award. Now, uh, what we found out in the, you know, in the after game of this, in the post-match, Greeno, a bunch of people, because they were so upset that Margaret Court was getting this award because she's a Christian and she has certain views on gay people for the people who don't believe in God, they got angry at this. And because this was so offensive, a whole bunch of people started handing back their own Australia Day awards in protest, Greeno. Just laying around the house anyway, you know. Yeah, had to fish it out. out, Couldn't put it in charity Fish it out of a sock drawer, you know, like, oh, well, here, have this back. I don't want it. Have it back. Oh, yeah. Declutter. Exactly. And then you sent me this. Um, (laughs) Do you want to explain this? Who's Andrew O'Keefe, Greedo? Andrew O'Keefe is a a game show host on uh, one of our networks here. Uh, Very, uh, is he on? I don't think they have Deal deal or No Deal anymore. He's he's also a host of The Chase Mm. and one of those bullshit was, was Was he originally a host on Don't Forget Your Toothbrush? No, that was Tim Ferguson. Tim Ferguson, of course it was. Nice yeah. fucking, nice get. You and nice, the, Gary. You and the trivia. You never fail. Frozen chooks all around. Frozen um, But, yeah, I like this here. So this was a couple of years back. Andrew O'Keefe recognised in Australia Day Awards for campaign against domestic violence. Good. Cut to today. 
TV host Andrew O'Keefe has been charged with domestic assault. The 49-year-old was arrested in the early hours this morning when police were called to his unit in Ranwick investigating reports a woman had been attacked. Now, he's since been charged. Yeah. <laughs> the TV coordinator. He's since been charged. He's since been sacked by Channel 7. So has he really? He lost his job with Channel 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already said, uh, kicked him out. Uh, so, you know, well, see, no fucking around there. Now, see how many people... Well. We'll get to the point of how many people are going to hand back their awards because I'm pretty sure Margaret Court, to this point, has never been charged with domestic assault. Not quite yet, no. Not quite. She's been... Her crime is having things that she believes in her own head. (laughs) Like, that's that's the crime. She hasn't actually physically done anything to anybody. She just has yeah. certain beliefs about things, and that's that's it. <laughs> that's her crime. So she needs to be like stripped of the award. You cannot hand this out. Meanwhile, old uh, fucking Bashy McBash Bash here. Uh, <laughs> he's a hero. We love him. He's here. No, here's the thing. So, uh, firstly, uh, so he he got the award for yeah the work he did with uh, I think it's it's White Ribbon, mm. uh, I believe is the name of the domestic violence charity. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave. I think that charity was in the news a couple of years back because Corruption. there was a lot of domestic violence victims. It was like, hang on a sec, like. These people, it's good to get celebrities' names on out there and talk about, hey, we're supporting this charity, but the money never actually goes to the victims yes. as much as they, they say it is, you know what I mean? Yep, and, um, and a lot of people, like, they're very involved in the corporate world, so we kind of have to be careful what we say on this one. But mm. they're involved in the corporate world, like, big time, like, so they have a lot of corporate partnerships and shit like that with some very, very big companies. And depending on who you talk to, like, People who are involved with that kind of stuff, who are involved in doing these partnerships and shit, will tell you off the record that they wish that their company had nothing to do with them. Like that's mm. apparently that's how that's how serious like the reporting and shit was getting around this group like a couple of years ago. Yeah, so, very serious. You know, um, this is known is stuff. Like we're not making shit up. This is known. Yeah, no, this is just, yeah, this is all facts. Yeah. So uh, basically, I was thinking about it though because he's recognised for his campaigns against domestic violence. Yeah. Now, if you think about it. Who are the best people as counsellors in rehab? Uh, probably former addicts themselves. Former addicts, Damo. So if someone's going to campaign against domestic violence, <laughs> what better man than Andrew O'Keefe? So you're taking, you're taking, nice, you're, you're taking the, the optimistic route, like saying, well, you know, uh, if he gets an award for his work against domestic violence, you know, he knows, he knows what it feels like to have that blood Didn't splatter on his knuckles. Yeah. Exactly. He's trying to get back to Andy Damer. He knows <laughs> he knows the feeling of pure power that comes mm. when you, you know, you put a bitch in a place, Greeno. <laughs> Speaking of which, Damo, Marilyn Manson. Uh, I don't know if you saw any of these reports throughout the course of this. Yeah, week. what do you uh, think? I don't know. I think it's bullshit. Uh, no, I don't think it is. I I kind of I'm looking at it going, yeah, it's kinda of, a lot of this ends up adding like adds up. Um, you know, from random stories like i don't know whether sometimes it's leaked and sometimes it's mm. shock shock tactics and whatnot but you know a bit weird that uh yeah the allegations just full on <laughs> well you know, I, I tend to think though like if you're gonna get with someone like marilyn manson like if you're mm. gonna get with them like and you everybody knows like this their, their public persona and the kind of shit that they do mm-hmm. if you're gonna get with them in, in any way, like, I think that you must be open to, like, a certain level of freaky shit. And, yeah, and if you're open to a level, but the, but the thing is, like, if you're open to a certain level of freaky shit, why would he have to abuse you to stay in the relationship? You know what I mean? Because you're only attracting freaks anyway. 
You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, some interesting, interesting allegations. She, this chick was very young. So the whole grooming thing, obviously. She was an adult, though. She was like 18 or 19. Or 18 when they were engaged, not when they when he first started hanging ah, around with her. Ah, right. Um, so that's that's no good. Uh, a couple of other things. There was a, a documentary. Oh, I'm, not denying, but- I'm not denying it's creepy, but I am, like, suspicious of, like, when people come out now because it's just so common now to come out and accuse somebody of assault. And then, like, so, like, even take, take the Andrew O'Keefe one, for example. Like, so he's well, been this charged. Is this, these are things that he's admitted in previous interviews. Right. But, like, just for example, though, like, so so O'Keefe's been charged mm. and he's already been yeah. sacked. Now, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying whether he did it or not, but I'm like, I always think, like, well, shouldn't we wait until there's, like, a verdict before we start, you know, ruining people's lives? Because what if it turns out not to be true? Like, that's. That's always in the yeah, back that, of my that, mind. That one's always my general rule of like, yeah, you, you can't really sack people on allegations. Exactly. Like if you want to stand them down because it's bad, bad, bad publicity, yeah. but still pay them, so yeah. be it. Like that's what happened with the NRL stuff. Yep. You know, people under terrible, like uh, facing terrible charges, same time, you know, they haven't been found guilty yet. So, you know, yeah, innocent until I, free, I think free it's free. fair enough to say, like, look, we're going to stand you down. We're going to keep paying you, but just don't come into work until this is settled. Mm. And if it comes back not guilty, you're fucking back to work. If it comes back guilty, um, see you later. Like, I think that's fair mm. enough, right? Yeah, no, 100% fair. Um, so you just see how this all, all pans out. I, I was trying to think about what, what Joker had for this, and I realized I really didn't. I'm like, I don't know why I put this in the rundown. No joke. <laughs> well, because, that's why I wasn't in well, the rundown to begin with. Greeno, domestic violence is no joke. So. Nice, no, exactly. Yeah. Let's get back to lighter topics. I want to talk a bit more Holy Moly, sir. Mm. Oh, okay, we're going back to Holy Moly. We're circling back. Go. Okay, we're circling back, Damo, because they've got a they've got a particular hole here. Okay, uh, on, on Holy Moly. Oh, you're watching Holy it now, straight. are you? No, <laughs> I, I wish. it sounded I wish. like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they got a hole called the Distractor, right? So this yeah. is like one of the final challenges, and and basically what they do. Should they we maybe a do a live thing? commentary of Holy Moly one day on the show? Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. Now we are talking. Watch the fucking ratings go through the roof for through both Holy Moly and us. Yes. Um, imagine all the Vietnamese listeners that would be sitting there going, hang on, what's mm. Holy Moly? Um, we'll introduce them to a bit of Australian culture. Australian culture. And uh, so they've got this thing called Distractor where they bring in a, a celebrity to try and distract the uh, the person trying to t- take the part. Okay. And episode one, Damon, you've got to fucking, you got to come out with the big guns. Episode one. Mm. Like Cream of the crop, top notch. Yeah, of course. You got to, you got to start with a bang. You got to, and uh, fucking Channel Seven, they did not let us down. So holy moly, who do we get? Jesus, Joe Ch- Dolce. Who? <laughs> Shut up at your face. Nineteen eighty-one, uh, number one single, Joe Dolce. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Celebrity distractor. On, on <laughs> Ah, hang on. We have to bring up. We have, we have to bring up a bit of Joe's work. Yeah. Can you bring up a bit of "Shut Up in Your Face"? I, I will. So, so this was he had the number one single in when was what, what was the year? Uh, I think it was like 1981. Is my guess. <laughs> 1981. Shut up in your face. Uh, let's let's give that a bit of a, a okay. bit of a listen. Here we go. I can even throw it up on the big screen. How about that? There you go. When I was a boy, just about. Hey, I guessed it. 1981. 1981. Give me another frozen chook. With the bad boys. Always shoot the pool, Giuseppe. On the flunker school. That's my mama. This was the number one single in Australia in 1981. 
1981. What the fuck were we doing? <laughs> look at look at this. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe this was a number one single. If you want to know anything about Australia, look no further. Oh, this is unbelievable. How good is this? In 1981, this was our most popular song. <laughs> fucking hell. Is that Hang Molly on. Meldrum? That's fucking Molly Meldrum, mate. It is. Hang on. Okay, let's... I'm Molly just Meldrum a with bit. a Hitler bow. <laughs> I've just done a bit of research, Damo. Yeah. Not just Australia. Let's have a look at its peak position. Number one, Australia, Austria, Belgium. Germany, wow. Ireland, New Zealand, South Africa, Switzerland, UK, all number one. Fucking joking, aren't you? Shut up, are your face? That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. That, see, that would never happen again, a song like this being number one in all of those countries. And wasn't the Crazy Frog song number one? Me, 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 Wow, that, all the way back. That was like 2005, wasn't it? Something like that. I tell you, it hasn't aged a day, has it, Green? No, not at all. And he still performs it with the same kind of energy. I bet he does. Uh, out there on uh, Holy Moly. Now, uh, here's my question to you, Damon. Mm. That, that was night one. Mm. So if this starting so, with getting, Joe, so you're starting with the big guns. You're starting with the big guns, you're starting with Joe. Can you guess <laughs> who was... The celebrity distractor on night number two. <laughs> well, I mean, if Joe Dolce was the first night, there's no fucking way in hell I'm going to guess who was after him. <laughs> think think 1980s, 1990s, like early. <laughs> that, that'll narrow it down. <laughs> think uh, Australian children's television. Ah, uh, the girl off Mr. Squiggle. Not quite, no. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, the girl who used to host uh, the cartoon. Fucking, uh, what was it? The afternoon cartoon show. Remember? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on. No, I'm not on the right track. You're not on the right track. No. Okay. It was it was? I think that was Joe Beth Taylor, who used to host. No, the she used to do um, Australia's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, but then she did the cartoons oh, after that. No, you're thinking about What's Up Doc. What's Up Doc? Yes. Yeah, I don't think she hosted that. You're thinking of uh, Sophie Lee. Sophie Lee, fucking you and your no, you and your general me. fucking trivia knowledge, mate. Uh, I've yeah. got no idea. <laughs> I've got no idea. Illuminate me, Greener. Okay, so Joe Dolce, uh, fucking number one. What's number the matter? No- got a lot of respect. Hey, um, night two, aggro. <laughs> I I shit you not, sir. <laughs> See, I now, shit you not. Now we have to bring up a bit of aggro's work. <laughs> we bring up a bit, a bit of aggro. So he's, a, he's as funny as he was in 1985, Damo. <laughs> I tell you that much. This oh. is, we know, you know what I said earlier in the show? It's uh, What was the name of Agro's show? Because it's surprisingly hard. Agro's, Agro's Cartoon Connection. Agro's Cartoon Connection. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm yeah. pretty sure so now Joe Dolce might have been popular. In fucking, you know, multiple in a multitude of countries, I'm almost certain that agro wasn't. No, so. I think this is a very niche market. Okay, <laughs> the, the agro crowd. He's agro. So I can write back. And I've done these now. These are like little stencil things. You might have done this with a with a coin. I was and never a, a big. Piece. I was never a big fan of agro. I never really it watched it. Can you see that? Oh, it looks like. Uh, I didn't watch it because I used to have the samurai pizza cats on it. Right. There you go. Now the. So I had to endure a bit agro. 
And the way he'd sexually harass the, the yes, other hosts. Yes. Always with the innuendos. Always with the innuendos. Amory bigger and then, uh, uh, was it? Uh, fuck, who's the other chick? Shelly something. Oh, no, uh, Teresa Livingstone. Teresa Livingston. Because she, she was a lot more attractive than Amory, so the, the innuendos got a little bit, little bit uh, more nasty. When you misbehave, the ratings go through the roof. What else happens when you misbehave? The, the show gets the flick and Disney takes over. No, what else? Do you think he's touching the puppeteer is touching her vagina under the desk? No doubt. No <laughs> doubt, sir. <laughs> no doubt. Damo, uh, should we go to BE's report? It's good to have BE back. Isn't uh, it? Obviously, obviously uh, his hands have been a bit tired uh, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Work commit. Yeah, he's been um, flaking a bit, you know, with the wife being yeah. in hospital, watching the kids, work. He calls it work commitments. I call it yeah, slacking yeah. off, Greener. Yeah, you know, we, we, we've had a word to him this week, and he's yeah. like, look, boys, we, we got you covered. Uh, I'll, I'll be back on deck, and I won't let you down again until the next time something more important pops up. But uh, in any what, event. What could be more good. important than Joe Dolce at Agro on a Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> what could you possibly have? In the, hey, <laughs> got it at all respect. Scrap- should we scrap B's report and just play Agro Joe Dolce? Should <laughs> play Joe Dolce. We'll come back with Joe Dolce after the break. Come that? back after the break with a bit of Dolce. All right. <laughs> B's report, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the B Report, where we delve into the wonderful world of weirdness. Proudly sponsored by TGM Enterprises. What you need, when you need it. It's a carton, Troy. Thanks, mate. All right, let's kick things off with old Dick Lips over here. He's got this TikTok video thing going on, and, and doctors are warning not to follow it because he's put erection cream on his fucking lips to try and get the old Dick Lip pout thing going on. Now, this video that old Jerry Mal over here has chucked online, it's got over 3.5 million clicks or whatever, and it's... I, Fucking stupid to start with, Jerry. Jerry, see you, see you. I see you too, Jerry, Jerry. If you don't know what the 12th man is, you probably won't get that. But anyway, look it up. So, he got the desired effect. His lips started to swell up. Then they started to sting and tingle and fucking blister, you idiot, Jerry. Now, TikTok, another TikTok user by the name of Derm Doctor warned that the cream's probably not safe to consume. No shit, mate. It's for your cock. It's erection cream. You put it on your face. Fuck. The purpose is to swell, right? So he's got that desired effect. But also think about your tongue, your throat, blood pressure, uh, headaches, heart issues, dead Jerry. Fucking wake up, Jerry. What's the world coming to, man? All right. Now, her husband's been fined during a, a cool-off walk, so... A man went for a 280-mile walk to calm down after an argument with his wife and then got fined for breaching coronavirus lockdown laws. 280 miles. That's a big fucking fight with the missus, man. That He's either a psycho and needs a lot of time to cool down or that was just next level. Um, the man, he's, he's the Italian guy, he walked about 40 miles a day, reached the beach resort of Farno um, on the Adriatic coast, and police fined him 400 pounds. Uh, sorry, 360 pounds, which is 400 euro. There you go. That's that's triple banger, mate. That's like blue with the misses, big ass walk, hit in the back pocket. 
poor fella. What are you doing, man? He told press, I am fine. I'm just a little tired. <laughs> I think I might go home now. That was bad. I'm sorry. That was bad. All right. This next story, I um, I wasn't planning on using this story until I came across it late. Um, thought it was quite worthy of this segment. So um, it, it's titled "Blowjob Saves the Day." Now, it it has it has yes, but in this instance, I think it's fucking one off. So a petrol station robber was arrested after a mystery woman reportedly performed oral sex to distract him until police arrived. Okay, let's let's go a bit further. So the would-be thief, he allegedly burst into the petrol station or service station, gas station, wherever you live, right? Um, he's punched the co-work, he's punched the, the attendant at the front counter, he's cleaned out the till, the, co- the workers run out the back office and out the back door, called the cops. There was a co-worker, co-worker at the back and he's, he's, the thief has followed this guy into the back office, got the attendant to open the safe, he's cleaned out more cash, and that's when our 36-year-old Czech woman has rocked up and decided to stop him with what was described as an unusual method. Um, unusual, yes. Um, unorthodox, maybe. Um, fucking weird, yeah. Um, put yourself in this situation for me. Now, uh, I'm going to ask this question to the, to the ladies, right? Because blowjobs, giving blowjobs is not my thing. I've never done it, don't pretend to do it ever. Um, if you, that's what you do, that's great. But you've just witnessed someone rob a service station, punch the attendant in the face, and you go, hmm, I know what I'll stop him. Fucking gobby. Yeah. No. You, you, normal citizen's arrest is you, you tackle the person and you hold him down and punch him in the face or kick him or whatever. It's not the first thought you go, hmm, might go and suck his old long john there. That'll stop him. <laughs> anyway, police arrived, rocked up, two naked, half-naked people on the floor, guy got apprehended, taken to the police station, locked up, all that sort of stuff. Good on her. <laughs> uh, that's a community award. Just writes itself. Anyway, promo time. <laughs> um, head on over to your Spotify, YouTube, DLive, Periscope, Podbean, and iTunes accounts. Subscribe to the starting block. That's right, we're all on that. Every single one of those. Starting block, one word, drop the K, five stars, fully sick review, all that. Don't be shy. Use the hashtag me plus three for TSB. There it is there. Use it. Um, tag me. Do it. All that sort of stuff. Get amongst it. Me lights has gone off. I'm still going to keep going. All right, time for the final thought. Ancient Egyptians. They um, used to use crocodile shit as a contraceptive. Um, it's got spermicidal properties, apparently. Anyway, Super Bowl. Go the Bucks. Think about it. Think long and hard. Next week, be your report. Keep it real, blockheads. Love you all. I love you all. It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection. The perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? 
These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ. What are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. Why do you. You have to ruin my evening. Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, come on, you secretly guy. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter. At the starting block, drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Normally we'd have Greeno back coming back. Oh, I thought we were coming back with a bit of Joe. Oh fuck yeah! I, fu- I fucking totally forgot. Oh, my mic was muted. Oh good, don't worry. We'll play some Joe on the way out. Okay. Ah, uh, Damo. Instead uh, of Joe, how of... about a bit more aggro? Happened with I don't know what. You get a smack. Oh, well, there's no need to be so mad about things. <laughs> um, come here, I'll do it. Come here. Ready? Yeah. What's that? Uh, I don't know. You getting a refill? Right, that's, that's, that was worth well it. <laughs> that was, I'm glad we came back with that. <laughs> the show started. Um, Damo, uh, reflecting back, BE's report, that was an absolute cracker. That was probably absolute the best one he's given cracker. To absolute cracker. A couple of uh, takeaways from it. Firstly, uh, good, uh, good to notice that the uh, official sponsorship of the BE report now, TGM Enterprises. Now, we mm. thought they were coming on board for us 
uh, as a show. Ah. And Troy Troy had to pull me aside and say, man, no, 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 the, the no, one, no, you mate. didn't read the fine print. Mate, mate, no, no, mate, 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 I don't know what you were thinking, mate, but uh, we're not coming on board for you, mate. No, 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 mate. No, it's no, mate. exclusive, <laughs> exclusive to the BE Report, the TGM report. Enterprise, is it? As a as a sponsorship, there. Has no, he we can't cleared, control it. Has he cleared this with um, headquarters? Has he has he cleared this with TAV Show HQ? Because I don't know if I want our auxiliaries going out and sourcing their own sponsorship deals, Greeno, without at least yeah. slicing off a little bit for us, a little bit off the well, top. Well, that's that's the conversation our lawyers will have to have with BE's lawyers, mm. I think, because we we still control the rights of the BE report. That's right. Uh, so I think any money that funnels through there still comes into our pocket. Yeah. But I think Troy just doesn't want to be associated, uh, or TGM Enterprises anyway, specifically with the overall show, right. just exclusively the beer. I think the financial issue is less of a concern. He's more just focused with his reputation, wants to just stick with the the portion of the show. He feels up to the standard of TGM Enterprises. Well, you know, that's okay as long as the Camaro cash is still rolling What's in. Don yeah. Camaro has lost his mind. Get ready for Don Camaro's Super Mega Sale Bonanza. Total liquidation and all magic event supplies. Ducks, bucks, turtles, magic wands, and gorgeous bond assistance. And that's just the beginning. Snakes, magic hats, puppy sweaters, disappearing ink, all at prices too low to mention. Only at Don Camaro's Magic Events. That's Don Camaro's Magic Events. See you there. Always good to have Don on board. Absolutely. Oh, we got here. Jonathan Lipnicki, but it's not fucking working for some reason because it wants to be a bit. No audio. Mm. It should have audio. Good. It's just it does this shit from time to time, man. Can um, we can we sync up Lipnicki on his cameo looking like he's singing? What's the matter, you? <laughs> 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 I'll look Let's it work again. on that for next week. We'll give it a <laughs> There we go, a bit of Jonathan Lipnicki singing Shut Up Your Face. Fantastic. Um, other thoughts on the, the BE report, Damo. Did you mm. notice the Granny Sears? Uh, yes, I noticed the Granny Sears. It was in the crowd chasing Forrest Gump, Greeno. Very good, yeah. very good. Nice, uh, Nice work for BE sneaking that one in. Very good work. And finally, uh, BE's hat looks awfully new. Yeah, so you're you're suggesting, I suspect, we've known each other a long time, it sounds like you're suggesting that BE is a fair-weather Bucks fan. <laughs> He's just come out of the woodwork <laughs> and purchased, purchased some new merch just in time the for hat. Super Bowl day. I'm not I'm not accusing B of anything. I'm just saying the hat looks like it's still had a fucking sticker on it. <laughs> nice, Gary. Just all jokes aside, who who are you tipping for the Super Bowl? Because I, I think the Bucks uh, are long, so I'm I'm I might even put a little something on the Bucks. Just for the Brady uh, factor. I can't bet against Brady uh, in a Super Bowl. I would say I think we talked about last week where yeah, I want I want Tampa Bay to win, but mm. I expect Kansas to win. Yeah, well, Tampa Bay's the outsider. And I mean, oh, like massive I said, outsider. Yeah. Any any game that Brady's in, and you're an outsider. I mean, it's worth a little yeah. little shout, isn't it? Worth a little bit of a look. It is, but Pat Pat Mahomes is just too good, man. Like, it just negates the the Brady factor a little bit. He is good, um, but he had like a an unsettled run in. You know, he had some injuries and stuff. He was out for a few games as well. So who knows? Yeah. And Brady's got like that experience. 
Yeah, um, true, true. Uh, I know, got, I know pointed my... out that his cap, 2010, where he purchased that one. Really? Well, it does they played, look, played well, over in Wembley. <laughs> so 2010, and that was the last time that the Bucks played a good game. Nice, Gary! <laughs> because Sad it's but... been in the closet ever since. <laughs> Sad but true. Yeah. Sad but true. Uh, Damo, let's talk a little bit of a, a bit of cricket uh, because okay. Australia, it's been a, been a rough year for Australian cricket. Mm. Uh, basically, we, we got... We lost our first test in Brisbane in fucking how many years? Yep. 30 odd years. 30 something. Yeah. Um, where we, we lost a series to India where they were basically sent out their A squad. Well, not sent out. They just had no, no fresh players because they were all injured. Yep. And then this, uh, this report surfaces, uh, earlier this week where, uh, here we go. Even seemingly innocuous incidents have irked some players. During the Brisbane test, Langer ordered a player not to persist with the habit of jamming a toasted sandwich into his pocket to eat it on the field. Ensuring Australian players have nothing in their pocket would appear to be a sound advice given the events of past, the coach said as he defended the move. So who had the the sandwich in their pocket? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Mm. Um, But what else does Langer say? You're walking on against India. We're trying to win a test match, and one of our players walks on with a toasted sandwich in his hand. Langer said, I spoke to the player about it at length yesterday. Fucking really? You need to have a long conversation? I said, how do you reckon it looks, mate? Is that not something I should say? It looks like I'm fucking hungry, mate. I'm I'm obviously fucking hungry. Now, uh, it looks as though it was Manus. Now, Manus was our fucking top run scorer. If Manus wants to fucking bring out a a griddle press to, to the wicket, to make to he can he can bring out a little ki- a little baking oven if he wants. If Manus if wants to walk to... out, if Manus wants to walk out with beef on a sword like a Brazilian restaurant, he like can a, do that. Like a shish kebab, at fine, like just ready to go. Yes, let it let it roast over the course of the day on the spit. That's it. Because we've got time, and if... then that way the players can. Just... Cut off a bit of meat as they're walking through on the drinks break. If Manus wants to wheel the uh, Dean Hutton, you know, cocktail Frank cooking fucking <laughs> cart out to third slip, Greedo, you know, with the little umbrella yeah. on it. We have a little gas bottle yeah. in there, a couple of hot plates, so you can just be cooking up Frankfurts mm. for the boys, like for the drinks break, yeah. Greedo. Nice yeah. hot fucking yeah. hot dogs, hey, at third slip. Yeah. If he wants to do that, why it. not? And hey, if you if the ball hits the uh, you know, the the hot dog cart, Greeno, at third slip, that's out. It's automatic third slip. Or yeah, it's it's kind of like auto wiki. Auto wiki, now, exactly. This sums up the problem with Australian cricket at the mm. moment. Yeah. Because you know, that's what Langer is worried, worried about. Well, firstly, they're hungry. Mm. You're not feeding them enough. Get some more fucking Tucker in them in, in the breaks. They're probably they pumping them full of this. They're probably pumping them full of this fucking Peter Siddle vegan. I'm only eating bananas. Shit. You know what I mean? It's all liquid. Yeah, we got to keep them hydrated. But blah, blah, blah. no, no, no. Give them a sandwich for Christ's sake. Give them a steak. A lot of them. Yeah. I'm telling you, spit out a fine leg. Exactly. It could be a winner. Exactly. Just put it behind the umpire. Yeah. So it doesn't get into, into the impact of play. <laughs> Does but, get in the way. Yeah, Langer's focused on this. I'd be more worried about, you know, our batsmen faltering or the fact that we kept on bowling short, even though it didn't lead to any wickets for the better part of six days of the final two tests. Yes. How about you spend more time on that, less on Sangers, Langer? <laughs> nice, Gary! Fantastic. Um, oh, shit, how did I forget this one? This is a, a, bit, of, a bit of hot toss that was sent through from hey. uh, Stetman. Eighty-one person French orgy broken up. Why, Damo? Mm. For violating COVID nineteen. Hey, yeah. Nice, Gary. Because when you've got a strange man's balls in your mouth, Greeno, the thing that you should be concerned about most is catching coronavirus. 
Well, that and check the clock because it's curfew time. Curfew Got to get your orgies done by nine, Damo. Yep. Got to wrap Everyone it up. Everyone knows that. Wrap it up by quarter two because you need enough time mm. to clean up afterwards yeah. as well. There's a packet, yeah, there's a packet of wet ones at the end of the bed. <laughs> everybody, up by nine, everybody up by quarter to nine. Fucking ridiculous. Common orgy courtesy. Now, this is, can we just quickly talk about the logistics of an 81-person mm. stacky? Yeah, so were they all in each other's holes at the same time? Because that's like a one human centipede of... type thing? I yeah, don't know. because a, a regular apartment wouldn't be able to handle that. You'd have to put them in some kind of auditorium, I think. Or maybe a church a baseball, or something, A perhaps. church, yeah. <laughs> well, that would be the obvious place to do it. Fits <laughs> <laughs> the people, they got the pews. It's, it's fine. Yeah. You, you, one can bend over and the other one can get underneath. Problem they solved. could they could uh, pass the collection plate out with frangers in them. Yes, that's ready very to go. Good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, eighty one. That's a that's a lot of work. That's a lot of cleaner. There's it wine really is. And, and, it, and there's booze at the church too, Credo. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Got the Loosen communion up wine. a little bit. Yeah. Mm. I heard they got a whole barrel full of the shit backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's rock and roll. Now here's the other thing. Eighty one. That's not divisible by two. So mm. was it uh, somebody was 40 missing singles? out? Yeah. Four, 40 couples and one dude jerking off in the corner yeah. behind the queue. <laughs> Just one or guy. Was there, <laughs> one guy. One guy. Oh, was there, you know, 40, uh, sorry, 30. 39 and, and a menage a trois, perhaps? No. Nah, or were I, they just I, multiple menage a trois? No, nah, I'm going with your original thought. I reckon that there was a perfect balance of like all of like 40 swinging couples and then one guy mm-hmm. who just showed up with nobody else and he, yeah. he missed out. Yeah. He missed yeah. out. <laughs> so not only is he, yeah, missed out and he, he's got a. COVID fine. Hmm. Poor guy. Absolutely. Ah. It's not fair, officer. I didn't even get herpes. I didn't even get anything out of this. Yeah. Not fair. Uh, how do you coordinate? And how do you, like, do you reckon they just send out a group message? How big WhatsApp? is how big is the bowl that they put their keys in? Mm. I reckon it's a barrel. It's a lot of coordinating. You almost need an events coordinator to do an eighty-one person orgy. Yeah, you've got to, we've got to mark but, people out. They've got to have like parking zones in the house, like, Karina. You might either have have like yeah, people over for for lunch at your place. Yeah, and you know you invite like eight guests. We generally don't. Know. We generally don't fuck them though. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is you can't get generally. eight guests to show up for lunch on time. That's true. How do you get eighty-one to show up at the same time for an orgy? You promised them drugs and sex. Drugs and sex. Fair call. Yeah, be lining think, up around you- the block to get in that church, Karina. Everyone's 15 minutes early. Absolutely. <laughs> For that one. Yeah. Uh, a bit of inaugural court dates, Damo. Hey. Uh, the, you know the footy season's just around the corner, Damo, because they're starting to stack up. Uh, we've got West Tigers duo Zane Musgrove and Asu Kepakea. Uh, uh, we're taken to a police station after an incident at a popular Sydney pub. Do you want to guess where that one was, Damo? Uh, would it be Manly? It'd be Manly or Bondi, something like that. <laughs> Manly or Bondi. <laughs> I think I think it was Bondi, actually. Of course. Uh, Payne Haas, who was uh, last week's NRL court date, mm. uh, he had to uh, face the music a little bit this week. Okay. And it turns out uh, he, they released what he said to this police officer that led to him getting arrested. Okay. Uh, so this is... So this is to a, a female police Was it something like, well? excuse me, officer, with all due respect, I believe um, you've impounded my car... Uh, falsely? Was it something along those lines? or Not quite, Damo. There's five quotes, and they're all worth a listen. Okay. Uh, so, you've got your fucking badge on, and you think you're a fucking tough cunt, hey? <laughs> quote number one. Quote number, one. Put, quote number two. You just put my fucking family in jail, you cunts. Let's let's get the fuck out of here. Just tasing me, you dumb cunt. Eh, probably not a good idea to encourage police to tase you. Yeah. Uh, quote number three. Don't come near me, or I'll fucking jab you. Quote number three. Quote number... 
Crate number four. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're a woman? Because you're a woman? You think I won't tag you? Nice. Probably not a good What's today. tagging? Is and, tagging physically physical assault, is it? Or I think it's physical assault, yeah. Okay. And uh, final quote, oh, fuck up offensive language. So the, after he said all that, he's like, they obviously said, so you're now being charged with offensive language. offensive language. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck up offensive language. Suck my dick. I'll take you all out, you fuckwits. Nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fantastic well done. stuff. Uh, Sam Burgess also in court today, uh, oh, convicted really? of uh, intimidation of his father-in-law. I'm, yeah, con- I'm convinced. Bit- I'm convinced that Sam only does court dates to, you know, raise his his profile on social media. Get the ladies. Yeah, get the Bring ladies. The ladies get his name out there. Mm. He's probably releasing some fucking cologne or something. You know, bash your dad by Sam yeah. Burgess. I don't know. Yeah. You know. The animal magnetism by Sam Bird, just some shit like that. Yeah. Or he's advertising some underwear or something, so he needs to be arrested in the in the in the mm. in the street by the cops at two AM wearing the underwear and have the press there waiting to take photos, you know? Yeah, yeah, spot on. Hmm. Um oh there's more court dates. Uh, you had oh. uh Corey Corey Horsburgh yeah. <laughs> Corey Corey <laughs> Horsburgh and Corey Harawira and Ira were arrested for drink driving over the weekend as well. Now ah. l- let's have a look at this. So Bad look, but in Corey Harawira Nara's defense, mm. he's improving because this is the guy last year who went to one of those school uh, camps yep. and was hitting on the girls in high school. Ah, he got sacked by the no. Wow. So he's moved on from, you know, hooking up with underage chicks <laughs> at footy clinic yes. to, you know, just drink driving now. So, you know, the, the sky's the limit there for Corey Harawira Nara. Well, at least he's moving on to more adult crimes, Greeno. Yeah, more adult crimes, exactly. He's doing it properly. This well is done, progress. Uh, in the chat, Greeno, we've got Unity Troy. He says, TGM Enterprises were the proud cleaning partner for the 81-person orgy. There Ooh, there oh, are. Well, no. You'll lock up enough business for the next week and a half with that one. It's, yep. it's good to see. Yeah, and burn burn those mop heads too. Don't, mm. don't wash them out. I don't want those. No, it's just use them stupid. once and then chuck them out. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damo, time for a bit of hot stove. Uh, Didn't we yeah, open yeah. with hot stove? Yeah, no, that was hot, hot, hot stove off the press. Oh, right, that was hotter than the regular hot stove. That was that was journalism hot stove. Now okay. we've got the actual stove because these are actual deals that happen, not ones that happen didn't happen. Right, a, a happened. Okay. You know, what's the around the camp? You're not breaking this, so you don't get any credit. These are already broken. Uh, Jock Peterson went to the Cubs, spending physical. You had Eddie Rosario deal with the Indians one year, $8 million. The big one was Nolan Arenado traded to St. Louis. Uh, the Rockies got multiple players and upwards of $50 million, uh sending their way to St. Louis. So they're paying, they're basically paying St. Louis $50 million to take one of the best players in the game. Interesting wow. strategy. Mm. Uh, uh, are the cards going for another run? They sure are. They yeah. sure are. That's why. They've just traded for Nolan Arenado. He's an absolute superstar. Um, probably the best third baseman in the in the game. Okay. Philly's got a two year deal with Didi Gregorius. Uh, Chris Archer returned to Tampa Bay on a one year six point five million dollar deal. Uh, everyone Nelson wants Cruz, to be in Tampa year. now because um, everyone wants to be in Tampa now because Brady's down there winning, kicking ass. So everyone's like, let's well, head to Tampa, party town. Well, Chris, Ar- Chris Archer was actually drafted by Tampa, had the best years of his career there, and is going back after they traded him. Um, right. Also helped them in the World Series last year, so they're a pretty decent team. Doesn't hurt. Uh, and that and he's been shit, so they got him mad cheap. <laughs> so they traded him, got a whole bunch of good players for him, and then they've just signed him back for six point five million when he'd normally go for about fourteen, fifteen, and so then use him as like a bit part player. 
Uh, I think they can, they think they can get him back on track. So we'll, yeah, we'll right. wait and see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you had uh, Nelson Cruz signed a one-year, $13 million deal with the Twins, hmm. and Colton Wong signed a deal with the Brewers for 18 years. Oh, 18, 18 years. 18, wow, that's a hell of a contract. That's a hell of a contract. Well done, And then uh, earlier this afternoon, uh, Colton Wong tweeted out how excited he was to play with Nolan Arenado again in mm. St. Louis. They used to play together in the Rockies. Yep. And this afternoon, he was traded to another team. <laughs> That's fucking no, savage. Thanks the way they trade players over there is just fucking brutal. Two hours after he tweeted, Gates could have Nolan on board. They traded him to the Angels. Well done. I should have kept your mouth shut. You put yourself yeah. on the radar and they were like, oh, I forgot we had this guy on the list. Let's fucking get rid of him. There I am. We're going to end the show before we get to Joe Dolce to send us out, Damo. We're going to mm. play the whole song? We're going to play the whole Joe? Uh, we'll play like a little bit of it, but not the whole song. All right. Yeah. Let's play it from the start, though, because that's where it really kicks off. No, I'm going to play it from the end. end. I'm going to do the ending. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah, fair enough. We did the start before. Uh, now I'm doing the end. Yeah. Okay. You can play it three or four times, I reckon. Let's I, see if that gets us pinged for copyright infringement oh, in Iran definitely, again. This definitely will. This definitely will. In Iran. Yeah, yeah they, they definitely in Iran. Yeah, Iran and Cuba. No, actually, this is this would be a big song in Iran if they had a chance. Shut up, your, shut up your face. Shut up, you fuck. <laughs> What's the matter, you? Hey. Uh, What's the matter, you? Hey, put on your hey. hijab. Hey. hey. <laughs> it's a not well, so that... bad. It's a nicer place. Shut up, you infidel fuck. <laughs> it takes all the charm out of it, the Iranian version. It does a little bit, yeah. yeah. What's the, the matter, version. you? Hey, death to America. Hey. <laughs> Mustafa Dolce with Shut Up, You Imperialist Scum. I think I'd sign up for that. <laughs> We're stung to the theme of Shut Up, Are Your Face? I get on board. Yeah. Uh, we'll make it culturally man. appropriate, Greeno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Statman, wrap up the show, please, sir. Yeah. I'm a Statman. Since the Nets traded for James Harden. Yes. 100. <laughs> 122.6 offensive rating. That's the best in the league and the best of all time in the NBA. That's great. Unbelievable. That's fucking Also, dynamic. since James Harden tra- was traded to the Nets, 119.9 defensive rating. Worst in the league. <laughs> Worst of all time. <laughs> Not kidding. So, so by trading with them, they've turned themselves in, in the history of the NBA to the best offensive team, but also the worst defensive. That's they blew amazing. A, I think they blew a 20-odd point lead to the Wizards yeah. uh, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Wizards put 45 points on them, something like that. Well, <laughs> and, you know, to the game. Nets to the Nets fans, I can say, you know, well, hey, welcome to our world. <laughs> you know, we, got, we got quite used to this over the years at Houston, so, you know, enjoy. Um, on the other side, the, the Houston kids that they brought in, like there's a lot of what fucking are they going? What? Sorry? How good are they going? They're going well. Like they, they, they started off well, and then there was a couple of hiccups, like losing some games that they should have won, like a couple of little mm-hmm. chokes. But that's going to happen. Like younger players are just so much more inconsistent. Yeah. But overall, I think Rockets fans would probably be happy. But they know that they're not going to be fighting for a championship for another three or four years, at least, probably. So. Yeah, but you've had a good run. That's the thing. It's just. Yeah, they had a shot. Had... They had a shot to win it last couple of years, and it just didn't. Yeah, do exactly. It, so. Three, four years. Um. 
you know, so, you know. Yeah, as long as you're not going back to the bottom. They, they, they can be happy that they're not going back to the bottom of the pile and then waiting another 20 years. You know, the last exactly. time the Rockets won one was in, what, 93? So uh, Yeah, no, would have been, oh, yeah, it would have been 93, 94, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think 92, 93, maybe even. Uh, but anyway, would it, maybe 93, 94. But anyway, a long fucking time ago, we'll call it that. Yeah. So if you can, like, close one window and have another one open in, like, two or three seasons, then you're doing okay. Like, you're doing yeah. well, so. That's how you do a rebuild. Yep. That's it. Um, plugs, uh, what do we got? Yeah, follow Greeno at the starting block, one word. Drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper. Follow Granny Sears. Follow Brad underscore Everly. Follow uh, Unity Day Troy, Pseudo Echo. Follow all of our friends that we uh, played their clips during tonight's show. And follow, mm. just, you know, just follow. Just follow. Just be follow. a nice follower. Be a follower. Don't be a thinker. Don't think for yourself. That's it. Just follow somebody no. else and do what they say. Yeah. Less blocking, more following. Less blocking, more following. All right, that's it. Shut up your face, Greener. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but I? Somebody will sit down and tell you the truth. Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.